Welcome in, everybody, to the High Point Podcast, episode three. And if you see a little change, it's because we're on the old people set today. That I like to call. <laughs> Everyone in the back is going to hate me right now, but we got to get out of the, you know, our little, we're in a big place now. So, you know, I'll call it the little adult studio. Old set, but youngest coach in yeah. college football. Old Power set, five. but the youngest coach in college football and our guest and my head coach. So I can't say anything stupid this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Coach Dillingham. Appreciate y'all having me. I'm very excited. I can tell. I'm so excited. We have so much stuff to talk about. I feel like everyone's asked me, all the players were like, hey, I have so many questions I want you to ask them on the podcast. And I'm not going to lie, about 90% of them I can't say. So <laughs> we had to make up our own things. But um, first thing we got coming up, obviously, is spring game coming up this Saturday, April 15th, 12 p.m. Be there, free entry, everything. Uh, What's before... the attendance goal again? What? What's the attendance goal on that again for the spring we're, game? We're trying to get 40,000. 40,000. You heard it. 40, That's the 000. goal. 40,000. I'd love to see that. If we get 40,000 out there, I'd be very, 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 very happy. It'd be a great turnout. It's free. Like I said, so everyone come out, show support. Before that, we have Pat's run. Uh, Pat Tillman, obviously legend at ASU. Uh, we're going to have a run for, is this charity, correct? Yes. Or charity. So come out and do that as well. Have you ever done Pat's run? I have when I was a little kid. A little kid? How'd that yeah. go? I mean, I ran it. So <laughs> I'm here. Jalen's like, what's your time? Yeah, I do not have a time, but I mean... I feel like I don't know. I've never ha I've never ran it, and I've only seen people run it. But I feel like I've never seen anyone just like genuinely like go after it for a time. So I was like curious, you know, you know, everyone has no. a thing. No, how competitive you are. I was like, oh yeah, he might have tried to go. We had a, crazy a GA time. Aaron Flugrad who played at ASU when I was a GA here, who had a competition versus our head our offense coordinator Mike Norvell that he would finish first in patch run. So we prepared for six months <laughs> to finish first in patch run. And he finished like 100 and something. Oh, okay, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Coach Flugrad. He's the OC of an AU now. <laughs> Speaking of, we are going to, the spring game, we're going to have a very, very uh, interesting and cool thing that not a lot of college kids do. We're going to have the Bussin' with the Boys podcast, Taylor Wong, Will Compton, as our head coaches in this game. It's be a super cool opportunity. Uh, how did that come about? So Taylor Wan went to Chaparral High School. Uh, coach, our special teams coordinator, right? Coach Regal actually coached him. Uh, it was my first year coaching uh, when I was 17. So I didn't really coach him. I was just on the, on the staff, <laughs> right? I, I was just there. And they just had a relationship. And Taylor's obviously gone on and been obviously arguably the best offensive tackle in the league. We used that connection. We also had a guy named Jamil Douglas who played at Arizona State yep. who played with Will. So the combination of kind of both those connections, right, and both those guys being competitive, we said, okay, well, Will at one time – really made his career a big start of his career was impersonating Mike Vrabel as the head coach, <laughs> which is still his Twitter handle. So I said, you know what I mean? Let's see if you can impersonate him in, for real life, you know, and, and coach. coach a football game. No, that's super cool. And uh, it's going to be super cool for us. You know, we're going to get to do, we're going to uh, obviously going in the spring game. Uh, one of the questions we got was what it's going to be like from a fan's perspective. What I can tell you, it's going to be very different to be very unique, though. Uh, we're going to have a lot of competition. We're going to have some, even some fan interactive stuff, correct? Yes, there will. In between each quarter, we're going to get some fans on there mixed with some players, mixed with, you know, a, a variety of people. And they're going to have to catch punts. They're going to have to shoot baskets, right? We're going to make it a very lively and energetic spring game it'll be fun and it's at the end of the day it's a it's the battle of the boys it's gonna be a very intense game to be very competitive i think we're gonna have a couple quarters where it's real life football we're gonna see who's coming out on top hopefully you know we can get a little you know inner connecting podcast action with the busting with the boys hopefully at the end of it you know if they're interested but uh no it's gonna be super fun actually we get to come up with our teams tomorrow and we are gonna get to Announced them Friday, I believe. How with does everyone. how does that draft process work? 
So I'm going to split up. We have a little gr a crew called the Leadership Council, which were guys that were on the team last year. And uh, we're gonna, I'm going to split those guys up, and I'm going to get those guys in a room and let them kind of pick their teams uh, and, you know, pick your roster. And I pick the coach, you pick the roster, and let's see who wins. I feel like it could be very controversial because if people know who you picked or know what number you're picked, it could be, a, you know, be a little chip on your shoulder. Like if I, like me personally, if I was picked in the third round, I'd be a little upset. You know? Do either of you You've have already been picked in the third round by me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> See, but I, here's the thing, though. If players are picking me, that's different because I could go to them and be like, hey, what's the problem? What's the deal? If you pick me, I just got to shut up and take it. That's right. all I can do. I have no argument. Uh, do funny. either of you have a projected first pick? Like who's going off the board first? The player? Yeah. Ooh, I'm taking, ooh. If I was picking, I'm going defense first. I'm taking Roe. Roe okay. Torrance. That's my I first like pick. That pick. He could be your quarterback, okay. too. Yeah, best quarterback <laughs> in the nation. He actually threw a dot. Coach Dillingham put him in a comp competition, team competition, where he got to throw the ball. I can't remember to who. We switched it up, offense and defense. And he threw a dime, and it got dropped. And it was very unfortunate. But we are actually pretty impressed with the of display of uh, being able to throw the ball for him being a cornerback. Let's not hype him up. Well, let's a, let's not good, hype throw up about throwing. It was a good right. throw, though. It was, it was average. One of the very, actually, funny questions we're getting is what our team uniforms are going to be for the spring game. Everyone thinks we're bringing out something special. I don't, I don't, I don't know. No, I don't we're know. just maroon and gold. Oh, okay, so we're being yeah, a little no, boring. No, but it's okay. No we're going to bring out some crazy stuff during the season. That's what I think anyway. That's my personal thought. But, um, hey, super cool, you know, obviously getting to know you when you got the job here. I didn't know much about you, but obviously hearing around the valley what was going on. You were from here, born and raised here. This is where you're, you know, this is what you said you wanted to be your dream job. So, like, can you just give us a little background on, like, you know, what it was like in high school for you? You know, obviously, you think you tore your ACL, ACL yeah. in high school, and that ended up leading you to coaching. Yeah, so I tore my ACL my senior high school. Obviously, born and raised here, grew up going to games. Uh, you know, everybody told me when I was young, oh, you're going to be a coach, which I'm like, I'm still 12. Like, I kind of want to do this play thing. <laughs> but, you know, I guess started, started, I guess, coaching when I was, I was catching, calling pitches when I was 11. So, I mean, everything I did, I was more the coach than the player. I just kind of survived in my athleticism. Tore my ACL my senior year. Coach Regal, who's our special teams coordinator, told me, Kenny, let's, you know, welcome to reality. You can go play D3 ball, which is great, or you're going to be a football coach. Let's just start coaching now. So I started coaching from 17 uh, I went to Arizona State, still coached high school football, coached middle school football, uh, would coach in parks without lights, would coach in the fall, would coach in the winter, would coach in the spring, would work at athletes in training, with this, which is a little after school program out here, worked for the city of Scottsdale Youth Sports. So I literally did everything I could growing up coaching. Uh, and that was pretty much every job I ever had was revolved around coaching or teaching. Was it a little weird being like 17 years old and having to coach like 15, 16 year old got kids that like you literally grow up with? hundred percent. And I say that's, I've always been young. So like I'm the youngest coach in the country, but this is the furthest separation in age I've ever had in coaching. <laughs> that's like, I feel like my separation in age is gigantic now. I'm like, yeah. whoa. Like I'm us. Yeah. correct. I'm 10 years older than these guys. I'm used to being two years older, three years older. I mean, I was an OC at 26 coaching a 23 year old at quarterback, like three years older. So I've been around. I'm so used to almost being the same age that like, now that there is that gap, it's like, Holy cow. Like I don't like, I learned what drip was two years ago. Like, <laughs> Whoa, like learn that. So just learning things every day. When yeah. you were coaching, um, Arizona high school sports was Terrell Suggs like a big name during that time was he at Hamilton then or 
was he was not at Hamilton then. I'm no. not that old, but he uh, <laughs> he was a big name. I mean, anytime you're a local guy that stays home and then right. goes and has success, I mean, your future is set. I mean, you're set for life by default. Yeah. I mean, DJ Foster's another example. I mean, local guy came here, became a legend. Like now he's working for the program. Right. So it's he was always been a legend uh, around here. And when I grow up, that was one of the people that, you know, you looked up to. Right. So when you brought up Mark, Mark or Mike Norville, Mike Norville earlier, yeah. uh, you told him kind of just like about him. You literally you started. He hired you here as an OC, Arizona State. Then you followed him to Memphis, correct? So he hired me. I was the OC at high school and high school. He hired me as a coffee boy. Essentially, like whatever that role is, <laughs> grab coffee, keep your mouth shut, do a lot of work. Right. And, you know, I did that. I was the best coffee boy in the country, I believe. There that was go. my goal. I don't care what your role is. Be better than everybody else. And then I got the opportunity to go to Memphis as a for a lateral position. But I truly believed in what Coach Norvell was doing offensively and just him as a person. So I went with him with Memphis and then got promoted there to QB coach, OC, then went to Auburn as the OC, then Florida State as the OC, Oregon as the OC now. And then that, the yeah. rest is history after that. And one thing I read was at Memphis, you were named um, the number one recruiter in the conference. And I feel like that's pretty cool. I that, that that translates to, I mean, now with the recruiting, has been pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, I just don't change who I am. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm with our guys. It doesn't matter if I'm with recruits. It doesn't matter if I'm with my family. Like, I am who I am. And I really, you either like me or you don't like me. I really don't care. Yeah. So I think that that correlates to some recruits when most people tell them, oh, you're going to come here and start. And they pr you promise the world to all these kids. Right. And then they get there and you're like, whoa, this coach changed. I don't like him. Like every person who I've ever coached can be like, he's going to be the exact same dude from the moment you recruit him. And your best recruiters are your players. So how you treat mm -hmm. your players is the type of recruits you're going to get at the end of the day. So treat your players well and the rest will take care of itself. Right. So for you recruiting, obviously, you like you said, you got named the number one recruiter in the conference. Coming here to a place like Arizona State where obviously the weather, the area, everything like that, has it been – what's the differences in between, like, say, recruiting out of Florida State, recruiting out of Memphis compared to recruiting here at Arizona State? Yeah, I think here you're battling pro sports. I think pro sports is a, is a pull away – from college sports, right? And I grew up going to all the games, college and pro sports, but some people feel like they, they kind of have to pick, am I going to be a Cardinals fan or an ASU fan or a Suns fan? And so you're kind of trying to en engage people to understand that college football is different than pro football. Like when you're a little kid and you're growing up, anybody, if you take care of business, can go to Arizona State. Get good grades. You can go to Arizona State. Not everybody can play in the NFL. So if I'm a parent, I would want my kid to watch you because I can say, listen, you can go be a part of Arizona State and you can go do something similar to what Jalen did. You may not have played, but you can go be a part of it so you can be more connected to that. So that's what I think separates college sports is naturally the selling point to get this community engaged here. And if we get the community engaged, you sell out the fan, you sell out games. If you sell out games, recruits show up and like, holy cow, they care. If you recruits show up and it's holy cow, you care, you have better players, which means you have a better what team you have a better team. People want to support financially better teams. Now you have more NIL, right. you have more NIL, repeat the process with a little bit better player. You keep repeating that process, but what came first, the chicken or the egg? Eventually right. you have to have people put butts in seats. Right. right. I think one of the biggest things that I've heard just from recruits coming in is just like how much coming here and it seems so much fun and so the practice environment is so much different and just hearing, you know, them obviously you being the youngest coach of the country, like how similar and how you can understand and like get to our level of understanding, like where, you know, 
we're going to make mistakes and, you know, kind of just understanding us being one of the, the youngest power five coach. Do you think that comes with any pressure in your opinion? Like, obviously for me looking from the outside in, like, I don't think anything of it. Cause then that you're still my head coach yet. Yeah, no, like I don't, I've always been young. Like when people say young, right. I've been coached since I was 17. So most people start coaching when they're 23, <laughs> yeah, 24. So if I would have started coaching then seven years of experience and people said, Oh, you're a 39 year old head coach. Nobody would be talking about, me if they looked at years of experience in coaching right. they're only talking about it because i started coaching at such a young age but years of experience for me are what matter and my years of experience are of, of a 39 year old normal coach so i do think being young in age i've heard all the mantras of you know the the new kid the new this the new that kids have right. changed and i'm almost i am in that slash almost in that and i couldn't disagree more with the older people that believe kids have changed. It's people have just allowed kids to get away with more. That's all it is, is they've just stopped holding the standard as high as they used to because they think kids can't hit the standard. You set a standard, people will reach it. It's very, very simple. Like you can attest to that in our yeah, team. Absolutely. Like we set a standard, people reach it. Right. But most people are scared to set a standard now because they think kids have changed. Yeah. And I'm young enough to understand that's not accurate. People have just lowered the bar. Yeah. Right. And then I was curious when you told Todd Graham that you wanted his job, like what was his reaction, his genuine reaction then? Oh, there was no reaction. No, <laughs> <More> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a little laugh Good like luck. he didn't believe yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I would, I mean, be the same thing. Right. I mean, but that just goes back to like, I don't know how to be fake. I don't know how to not give the, the accurate answer. If you ask me a question, I'm going to tell you the truth. And right. if I don't want to tell you the truth, I'll just tell you, what will I say? Go somewhere else. Or no comment, right? Or no comment. Oh, that's our little trick. That's yeah. our little, yeah, no comment. No comment. Either a question we don't want to say, no comment or change the subject. Change the subject. There yeah. it is. But, um, you know, I think one of the super cool things about, you know, that we get to do with you is like like your motto for us and that really stuck with me is we're going to have the most fun in the country doing working the hardest. And like I never really understood what that meant until we got on the practice field and got to do everything that we did. Like we're practicing hard, we're running, we're hitting all our top speeds, we're putting our bodies to the test. But then we have competition in the middle or we have a fun like situation thing in the middle or like like we've done before, a dance competition. Like I don't think everyone like understands, no one gets to be at practice, but like it's super, like literally this environment is so fun compared to a place where honestly, like we weren't having the most amount of fun at practice. It was very, it was the same thing every day is like very complacent, you know, and a lot of people like lust, like me, even me, I got super complacent. And this year, like, you know, it's just something that keeps building and you can't, you practice changes every day. So I think that's one of the super cool things you get to have with you. And, uh, you know, obviously you going here, you being an ASU alum, my question was, what do you have a favorite memory as an ASU student when you were here? I mean, it's kind of a boring answer. <laughs> I was coaching and working and coaching and working and coaching and working and coaching and working. I never really was like, I didn't get to experience Arizona state for what Arizona state you really, really you know, is. It, it yeah. is and known for, you know, I was too busy chasing this, this path that Thursday night, Wednesday nights, I was at freshman games and Thursday nights I was at JV games and Friday nights I was at varsity games and Saturday nights I was driving across the driving, changing film. And Sunday I was game planning and Monday I was at practice and repeat. So I never really in the off seasons, I was making money so I could do that for free. So it was like, I never really got a lot of that for a, a true memory. Hmm. I will say this. I didn't drink till I was 21. So I remember playing water pong 
Right, and hey, just hey, hey. so many waters and, and water pong. Still draining. Right, it. that the the water I just started puking just because all the water all the water I intook, and that that was not fun. <laughs> Do not recommend over inhaling water. So regardless if it's beer pong or water pong, you still end up throwing up. Basically, what I just got told. Do not drink a lot of water quickly. <laughs> can so, we can oh, we expect water pong to be a 1v1 like no, match of us for practice? You okay. Can, you can definitely, be fun. Can definitely not. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Not even <laughs> once. Not even once. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Would you, do you th- would you say there's a big difference between Arizona State and now compared to what it was back then? Like in terms of just like student life, the buildings, anything like that? 100%. I mean, I think, you know, President Crow has is, is really built up the, the community around. I mean, there wasn't a ton of restaurants. It was a lot more, it was a lot flatter there. There wasn't a lot of skyscrapers. So I think he's built up the city and the, the surrounding areas to where you can go to nice lunches, nice restaurants. You can stay in nice hotels. It's like a, a nice city now. Right. Before Tempe <laughs> was out of the city, it was truly, you were in Phoenix or you were, then you would drive and you were in Tempe. Now it's like you leave the Scottsdale Phoenix area and you're just in Tempe and there's really not a drastic change in the buildings or it's just different. It's a much nicer place to be. Yeah. And it's really a testament to him and his vision for this place over, you know, his long career. Number one in innovation. Um, When I was reading about your family, your older brother, Kyle, went to U of A. Yeah, he got lost. So, like, what's his impression of, like, obviously it's his dream probably uh, for you to achieve your dream. But, like, how what's that family dynamic with him? Yeah, I mean, we, we've just accepted that he made a crucial mistake in his life. <laughs> Is he, like, a diehard fan? Like, not, he loves he, he, When he was there, he was. But, okay. n- but not anymore. And, I mean, all my other family members went here. So he was the all my other, my father-in-law, you know, everybody else really went here. So he just... He lost his way. People make mistakes. That's how you respond. And he's responding really, really well. So right now he wouldn't be like rooting for U of A to win. Oh, no. He's, he, okay. he, yeah, he's rooting, he's rooting for us. Okay. Be. Awesome. Not even a question. Right. How, so how did you, did you meet your wife here at Arizona State? I met my wife in high school. So we were neighbors. We've been together since we were 17. And then she went to Arizona State and she was on the dance team. Okay. So she danced at Arizona State while she was, <laughs> but she dated a freshman high school linebacker coach. Ah. Uh, so props uh, to her. Yeah. Hey, you know, I wish I was like you, man. I wish I was like you, man. <laughs> Kidding. But now we're going to get to something that honestly I've been looking really, really looking forward to because this is where I'm going to make you make decisions. And this is something where I'm like, all right, I kind of get to control how this, this works. is where Jalen makes all his bad takes. <laughs> and while we're at it, we just had a conversation off screen. If you do not think that Kobe Bean Bryant is top three ever, you need to go somewhere, sit in the room, watch highlights and reconsider. That's all I'm going to say. Because these guys over here do not understand. They don't understand. They don't understand. <laughs> How do I not understand? How do I not understand? Kenny, is he top three? Kobe Bryant? <laughs> no. <laughs> top three ever? He's not top three ever? Kobe Bryant? He, I mean, you, I mean. <laughs> He's the closest I mean, thing you, to Michael you, Jordan. You, you could, you could, art three, four. I mean, it's close. Three, four, I, three, I'm a huge four. Kobe guy because of his work ethic. Right. I mean, he won with multiple people. That's what I judge a great quarterback or a great player is do you win with uh, different groups of people around you? Because you have to be able to adapt your game. He did do that. Yeah. Dak, shut up. You get no say in this. But anyway, we're going to get to some start bench cuts. You ready? 
Okay. We're, you know, this is good. my decisions get questioned every time I do this. So hopefully, this, I don't want the same thing happen to you, but I do because I want people to understand how hard this is. So the first one is a chess tournament. You got to play. You got one of these guys is going to be the dude you don't want to play. The okay. second one's going to be the dude that like ah I'll play on the him bench, yeah. on the bench, He's and then like, the last guy is going to be the guy that doesn't even isn't even worthy of playing you. Okay. okay. So we got Isaiah Glass, Andre Johnson, and Matt Cagliaris. Very simple. I am so starting means I don't want to play him. No, starting, starting means I want starting to play him. Starting means it's going to be the so best. Match. It's super. It's exact. Yeah, start bench cut. So the best player, Matt. Okay. The okay, I like this bench glass <laughs> cut. Not even a question. <laughs> uh, wait, Andre was the first person to beat you though. Yes. Wow, that, he's got some resentment, Matt. Glass. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Mal, very, very That's clear. I have no say in this because I don't play chess. I'm not good at it. So I'm not even going to comment on that he one. He did beat me though. I, I will give him, we'll give him his props. Okay. Yeah. But okay. So this one's just more for you too. So after practice, obviously, you know, we go in the locker room, do our thing. This is the, your start bench cut. Which one start? You're going to start your favorite. You're going to bench your second okay. cut your last one. We got chess, Madden and spades. Uh, spades is I'm starting spades. Really, I did not expect. That I one. am benching Madden, and I am cutting chess. Oh, so you you don't like chess? Like no, but I'm best at spades, and okay. it's a team sport. And I like team sports. That Madden, one. all people I play are young dudes who think they can beat me because I don't play. So it's exciting. Who's your team in Madden? Any team. Okay. And, <laughs> and, and chess. I should win. I'm the older, wise man coach. It's not exciting right. to win in chess. So that's why I put it in that order. Okay. Right. I mean, I guess that's valid. I've, I've, again, I have no come on these. I don't really play them. The only one I will play in Madden. I think I can hang with you, Madden. Have you played, who have you played Madden on the team? I've played Chris. We're tied right now. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. So that's So we're tied. Too. We got a rubber match. And I played Mason. And yeah, basically, he conceded defeat. <laughs> I, I know we're talking about football. We got Madden, but do you play like NHL, FIFA? Do you branch out at all? I don't. I really okay. don't play. I haven't played video games in 10 years other than when I play a recruit when he's on campus or now our own players. I never even played our own players when I was a coordinator because I was always felt like head coaches would be mad that I was playing a video game. Now right. I'm the head coach. And do, do whatever you want. want. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's how it works. All right. Okay, so this one, this one that actually me and you can comment on because I yeah. think obviously we've been around these people. We're gonna go with the ASU alum. It's best athlete that's ever been to ASU. Well, let me well, out of these three, I won't say ever, but yeah, out got, of these three, we had to give some variety. Yeah, in sports. yeah. So we got James Harden, Barry Bonds, and Phil Mickelson. I mean, I think you have to. I mean, James Harden would be my <gasps> one. Okay. Wow. James wow. Harden, very silent. I think yeah, I, I would say Phil Mickelson is two is so start James, I bench Phil and I cut Barry. Okay, I okay. Guess What's I yours? I don't hate that. What's yours? Um, honest. Ugh, I really easy. like that. But they're all three so good. I know they're all it's the hard. great, arguably MVPs of their profession. I yeah, I might agree with Kenny on this one actually. No, I'm starting Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds is the <laughs> Barry Bonds that's starting. The only time, that's, the only no that's the only time I've and agreed honestly, with you. It's really hard because, and here's my only argument with why I'm cutting Phil Mickelson, is because John Rahm is I, here, and like that's in the back of my well, mind. I think of ASU golfer. I'm like John Rahm. That's not Phil Mickelson is the first person because I had John Rahm. So I'm gonna cut Phil. Wow. Now I'm gonna bench James Harden. Is that a hot take? I feel like that's not a hot yeah, take. Yeah, I mean, disrespecting Phil. I'd, lo I'd love to see you golf. 
I, I'm a good golfer. Anyone that knows me knows I'm a decent golfer for how, you know, yeah, I'm not what is do. decent. Like I shoot like eighties, nineties. Like I'm not I, like I'm not okay, supposed to be yeah, on the tour. I actually hit a 420 yard drive the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I, I swear he can spank the ball. It was 420 crazy. yard drive. Yes, I, that it was literally witnessed by. What other was the people. ball speed? 182? Something stupid like that? Uh, there's no way this is accurate. Yes, no, it is. It is. They were there. Yeah, 420 wow. yard drive. I, I didn't see 420. That one was we on saw, the golf course. We saw 330 ish. A 420 yard drive. No, listen, ask Dario. And um, Slater, yeah, we they were need there. some fact checking. They were there. The I'm just gonna ask Tiger Woods if he's ever hit a 420 <laughs> yeah. yard drive. It was that a par five. That may be a simpler question. It was a par five, 600 par five, and yeah. I crushed it. We may have to ask the new owner of a green jacket if you could physically <laughs> hit. And yeah, come to this, yeah, yeah if, he, if, you, if, if he thinks you or you, you just have a drive off. The day. You know, I know how to take a day. I can outdrive John Rom. That's a, just a bad take. Yeah, that's. Just I don't think that's that bad. <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna say I can outdrive. Let's. Well, it's like controversial. I bet I could be like if well, it was just a driving competition in PGA or even live. I bet I'd be top ten. Okay. Like driving, just driving, not anything else. I couldn't top place, but like driving the ball, I'd be farther for sure. If you hit it straight every time, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I figured out the secret to hit it straight though. Wait, quick I pause, Kenny. Did you ever? Cross paths with John Rom at ASU. I I did not. He was a golfer when I was a GA here. Okay, so got it. He is good friends with a guy named Nick Kelly, who was the starting center here uh, okay. when I was a GA here. Very but I never cool. crossed gotcha. paths. All right, we're gonna move on to our next one. We got best tailgate. Food. And this is because your family is like known for having really good tailgates. So this yeah. one's catered I about to say, you. Because I was very confused, but I don't even know what this a green is what chili I read, burrito but is. But tell me if this is accurate. You're, you're accurate. Okay, here we go. All right, we got start steak. Oh, well, let me hold on, restart. Sorry. Well, options, yeah. options, sorry. Wait, Kenny, listen to this. Jalen eats his steak with ketchup. Do you like that? Uh, when I was 12. Not grown adult. Don't knock it till you try it. I'm not going to have this argument today, but don't knock it till you try it. All right. like, We've all good. tried it when we were like eight years old. <laughs> yeah. Try it now, but your taste buds are more evolved, and you can try it now. But anyway, uh, we have steak, green chili burritos, hamburgers. I have I've never had green chili burritos. Ooh, yeah, this would, was a staple of the uh, yeah. birdcage tailgate when I was growing oh. up. So I am starting the green chili burrito with Chef Jeff has to cook it though. That was the guy. Okay. It was family friends who cooked. That I am benching good. a steak and I'm cutting a hamburger. Okay. That's valid. I'm starting steak, benching hamburger, and cutting green chili burrito. Just because I've never had it. I've never had it. Okay. Never That's fair. It. I like the idea of the green chili, so I'll start it, but I can't get rid of a hamburger, so I'm going to bench a hamburger. And honestly, I like a portable meal. I no, like a portable meal at a tailgate. Steak is the most overrated food ever. <laughs> you are nuts. <laughs> it is. You are it is. nuts. It is. It's is. not a tailgate food, but it's a great I food. Agree. It's an amazing food. It's my favorite food ever. I love ever, steak, but ever. not at a tailgate. Uh, y'all can't say I have bad hot takes when they say stuff like this too. Everyone gets on my head about it. I'm like, dude, no, it's not that bad. It's really not. Uh, hey, just remember he said that when we get to the quarterback talk. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. When not, I'll explain after, but okay. So this one was yours. So I'll let you do right, this one. Yeah, I, don't really, so I never knew this one. Really, I love this clip of Mike Leach in a press conference. Um, and I feel like Kenny would do really well with this one. So we have who would win a Pac-12 mascot fight. I tried to pick. You can chime in if there's one off the top of your head that you think would be better than these. But just what I was thinking, Sparky, a Buffalo, and then obviously the Trojan. 
Yeah, I mean, Sparky would win. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, did you see what he did to what's his name? Yeah, what's the, Wilbur? Wilbur. I wish yeah, he had I mean, Will who? Will who? I mean, Sparky would definitely win. Would win the fight. No questions asked. Peace right. up, Wilbur. You got to so. start him. So <laughs> I'll start. I'll start Sparky. I mean. A buffalo. Right. But the problem is the, the Trojans got a, a sword. And a horse. And True. a horse. So, I mean, but the buffalo could scare the horse. True. Right? It could startle him. But he's still got a sword. Right. So you got to pick the Trojan and then to bench, and then you got to cut the buffalo, is, unfortunately. Do we know that the Trojan's on a horse, or is it just him? When are Trojans not on a horse? I don't know. That's a good point. You ever I, watch Troy? That's a good no, point. One of the best movies. I mean, of all time, I do by the think way. the Buffalo is one of the best mascots right. and, and live mascots in college football. It's unbelievable to see it run live. It's Ralphie. really cool. Ralphie is pretty cool. It's my all boy. Right. I like that take. Okay, can we do the quarterback one last? Because I, I want everyone yeah, to sit on this. Gonna go so we're gonna go to the regular ones first because I know everyone's gonna freak out on this one. But okay, we're gonna go. This one was one for me that I actually wanted to hear your take. So we got the best receiver of all time, in your opinion. Got Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson, Randy Moss. What if he says <laughs> of all time? I mean, Randy Moss. I'm starting Randy Moss. I'm benching Jerry Rice, and I'm cutting Calvin Johnson. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, are gonna y'all can not like me. Calvin Johnson, best receiver ever. Oh my. <laughs> Megatron is the best receiver ever. It's not even a question. I don't even think it's that close. And I'm gonna put so I'm gonna put Calvin, and he retired early. So I'm gonna put Calvin Johnson. Starting, I'm gonna bench Randy Moss. I'm gonna cut Jerry Rice. Wow. <laughs> See, someone over here agrees with me, so I'm I'm happy with that. If one person <sighs> agrees with me, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's I very don't low think standard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then <laughs> he walked away. <laughs> yeah, he's Totri's not having that. He's uh, over. It. What okay. was yours? What was yours? Um. Yeah, I would go the same as Kenny. I just. I don't think you can disrespect Jerry Rice or I'm Randy Moss. I'm not disrespecting Moss. Jerry Rice, but like I don't think you can put you anyone over him right like now. Me for real. Go watch the highlights. Turn on highlights and you'll go, "Wow!" You'll be like, "Wow!" Okay, I know. my brother. The fact that my brother's saying I'm delusional is crazy. Like, how? Who are you picking? But um, okay, now we'll go to the defensive side of the ball. So I got I put I I tried to decide between corners and safeties, but I went safeties. Let's go: Ed Reed, Troy Palmolive, and Brian Dawkins. Oh man. This I'm is a, a hard one. Yeah, but I'm I'm starting Ed Reed. Yep. Yep. I'm yep. Benching Troy Palomalo and I'm cutting Brian Dawkins. I actually agree with this one. I'm starting Ed Reed, uh, benching Troy Palomalo, cutting Brian Dawkins. Yeah. Um, Ed Reed, my favorite player of all time. So I'm going to start. Really? Him. Yeah. Ravens. I can't go against my Ravens and Ed Reed. Yeah. Oh, so I you're excited about OBJ signing for sure. No. <laughs> what? I'm not. <laughs> Why? Coming off an of injury. He's a little old. Well, he's 30. I think. Wow. <laughs> he's not old. That's not yeah, crazy. I'm not super excited about OBJ, to be honest, for that money. But if y'all do not, and if y'all in the comments do not say that as a hot take, I'm done with this. Because, <laughs> dude, the fact that y'all, I can eat, can't eat steak with ketchup, but she can say, oh, she's not happy about OBJ coming to the Ravens. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Who's my quarterback right now that can pass to OBJ? Lamar Jackson. But okay. you were, okay, no. this is, you know This is perfect because this leads us right into what we're talking about. This is me. I'm talking about the start starting quarterback. Which starting quarterback you're taking? And I want you to okay. genuinely think about this before you come up with it. Okay? okay. We got Brock Purdy, Lamar Jackson, and Kyler Murray. I mean, this is a tough one. Lamar Jackson's proven himself uh, right in the playoffs. He's proven himself as a really, really good NFL quarterback. Kyler Murray, Brock <laughs> Purdy. 
I know Brock Purdy. I know the family, and they're a great family. I'm not <laughs> going to pick between Kyler Murray and Brock Purdy. So the answer is Lamar Jackson is starting. Okay. And I'm carrying three quarterbacks. Okay. okay. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Now, uh, if y'all if y'all need to rehear mine, we're cutting Kyler Murray. He's getting cut. I love you, Kyler. You're my guy. But just, you know, how situation. Lamar's getting benched, and I'm starting Brock Purdy. What what is wrong with that, dude? Did y'all not see what he did? And he played with like an elbow; he couldn't even throw the ball in the playoffs. I'm Andy a, I'm a big Purdy fan, big fan of the entire Purdy family. They're all great people. Yeah, you got to love that story. So Brock Purdy's the guy. So you really aren't ha- so like. See who? What was yours again? You start. Lamar. I think. Well, I think mine was start Lamar, bench Brock, and then cut Kyle. And then you say you're not happy about who he can't throw to OBJ. Explain. Yeah, I don't. I just I don't like the way Lamar performs in the playoffs, and that's the bottom line. Okay. Win games. That's all. Like you know. Okay, that's what it yeah. comes down to. Okay, all right. And uh, real quick, just as some other two. These are uh, these are more towards uh, in the locker room talk, type of talk with me and you. So this is more like a would you rather. We'll we'll get a, a graphic up next week. But so obviously we have the shot. We shoot in the meeting every morning. You know, Wait, what it. is this? Okay, you got to explain. Yeah, so we have a big bas- we have a basketball hoop, ten foot basketball hoop in the corner of the meeting room. Okay, and you know, before every meeting, you know, come in a little ten minutes early. You know, there's always stuff to do besides sit there be on your phone. So he has a basketball, and we shoot, and we see, you know, who can make it, whatever. So I got who you're picking between me and Travion Wait, Brown to make the shot. Hold on, who can make it in one attempt? Yeah, is like, it time? yeah, like, like... Your, your life's on the line. Who's making the shot? Okay. Oh, no question, you. Oh, thank you. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, no question. You, yeah. Trey, Trey, Trey does win the little shootouts, but I don't got enough confidence that if the pressure was on Trey to shoot a basketball, oh, no. okay. if it was like playing in the post and Trey was playing defense, I'd pick Trey, but we're scoring against me in the post. You're an offensive player. Wait, I pick you to shoot. I'd pick him to like rebound something. Okay. Do you have a starting five off the for football our bas- team? For our team? Yeah. I mean, we're not good enough to create a starting five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had this argument today that, okay, this Don't might bring, be a, yeah. You can't bring this Don't up. bring that up. Why? Come okay. on. Not needed. <laughs> I have to say Listen it. to Coach. We, listen. There's five of us. <laughs> That think we could be a WNBA basketball And there's team. no chance. I don't think that's yeah, true. I don't no think chance. There's a chance. I think there's five of us that could be a WNBA basketball team. You'd lose by 50. The worst WNBA, the record-wise, the worst WNBA basketball team. You don't think we can hang? No chance. No, I don't think so. Y'all are crazy. No. No way. We won't get, this might be a topic for next week when we have a player guest on, but we won't, we won't do that now. Okay, so here's here's another one. Would you rather drive, you got to drive across the country from California to New York with this person. You have to choose what to do. This people. might be a good recruiting <laughs> opportunity. Okay. We got Coach Baldwin or Coach Regal. <laughs> now, Coach Baldwin's fun to be around. <laughs> Coach Regal would just tell you he has an unlimited amount of stories, though. So I almost that's tough. I gotta pick Coach Regal. He was my okay. high school coach, and he just has endless stories. Coach Baldwin's naturally funny. But he doesn't have endless stories like Coach Ragel. Okay. So when you're considering a trip across the country. When I'm considering a trip and I need somebody to entertain (laughs) off command, it's Ragel. If it were just, hey, go and have, enjoy somebody's company, Coach Baldwin can can compete. He's funny. Okay. All right. Especially when he's turning his hat backwards. When he turns his hat backwards, it's all. Everything changes. If y'all saw how Coach Ragel was in the special teams meeting, like, dude is just a big burst of energy, crazy amounts of stories. Some of them that. Honestly, can kind of confuse me and don't make sense. But like, I feel like it's just a thing with special team coaches to just be different. 
I'll just say that word different. He's like fiery. Okay. Yeah. But okay, last one. You got a 40 yard dash. You gotta put your money, you gotta put a million dollars on one of these guys. 40 yard dash. You got Coach Samples or Coach Carrington? Samples. Oh, oh wow. That was, that was even thought about. Really? Samples. <laughs> Carrington isn't even a thought. No, sorry, Coach Carrington. <laughs> <laughs> Say a samples. I mean, now Carrington can shoot. If it was a shootout, I'd pick okay. Carrington. But you're just talking a straight race. Forty yard dash. Oh, Sam. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, that's fair. I don't know. Everyone Sam was, was talk- a five star wideout oh, recruit. He was one that. of the top recruits wow. in the country in that. his era. In his damn. Then he got hurt, so he started coaching when he was really young. Oh, okay. All right, um, I didn't know that. When you were calling these guys to like be on your staff, is there any phone call that stands out to you or any moment when you were telling them, like, hey, I want you to be on my staff at Arizona State? Not really. I mean, I have prepared for this for so long and envisioned it and had a plan that, like, it was just super natural, to be honest. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I didn't really have a moment other than my press conference where I was like, that was the only moment I really had other than that. And in the team meeting, but other than that, it was very like natural or coaching football guys. We're yeah. building, we're hiring good people. It's very, like, yeah. this isn't rocket science, right? Right. It's a very simple game. Hire good people. And I already knew who I wanted to hire. And for the most part, I mean, we pretty much got the people that I wanted. Yeah. In terms of the team meeting, I remember that, man, you came in, you kicked your shoes off. You were sweating through your suit <laughs> yes. and you took your jacket off and like, sweating. just crying because like, you, like, I don't think, if for us, we got to see how much this job really meant to him. And like, obviously being from here, everything, he kind of told us the whole story. And it's like super cool. And it like, for me anyway, and I think for a lot of us, it really bought us in even on the first day. So, you know, something I'll never forget in terms of that. But all right. So Wait, I see how you pick some of you. Know? Before what? we move on, does Kenny ever get that like Bobby Hurley sweat, like red, like he's, <laughs> he's I need honestly, to know. He's honestly pretty chill for the most part. Like I'm okay. ready to see him in a game setting because like I feel right. like it could be way different. But like, for the most part, he's pretty chill. Okay. I think it's funny when you get on the mic and you start saying like, you can't talk crap when you just got beat. Like that stuff is funny to me. It's like you literally tell, call him no. out like, bro, why would you talk mess when that happens? The best sure. when is when you come to other sports, Kenny, and you are talking to the fans and you're like, you guys need to be there. That's the best Kenny version. Yeah, I, think. I mean, Activate the valley. Activate true. the valley. Like, show up. You want to have a good product in the field. You have to be able to bring recruits to a fan base that cares. Right. So yeah. you can sit on your house and complain but nothing's going to get changed until you start complaining from the stands. Right. Yeah. So right. That, is that where Activate the Valley kind of came from? It's just in terms of getting everyone, you know, like bought in together to like, hey, we need you at these games to be successful. 100%. And like people for, I mean, that's the fifth largest metropolitan area in the country. And when I grew up, there weren't as many pro sports. The pro sports just started in the Valley, right? So everybody went to ASU games. It was sold out. You couldn't get a ticket. And the pro sports and everybody moving here has almost diluted Right, what ASU used to be. Right. But ASU used to be the destination ticket on a Saturday. And now people have moved here from all over. It's just diluted what used to be a huge ASU population to a mixed crowd. We need to get people to understand that this college football environments are unlike any other. There's a band that plays fight songs and goes crazy. And you have 18 to 22 year olds out there that don't do it for a living. It's so, so different that we need to show people that. It's different. 
and that it's exciting again. And I think right. it's going to happen. I think this valley is getting behind us. Yeah, no, I definitely yeah. agree with it. And like you said, like Lindsay said, you know, you've been to a couple other sporting events. You've taken us to other sporting events. ASU baseball, if you did not know, just swept the state. We swept ASU. Well, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. We didn't sweep yet. We have one more. We face uh, U of A uh, okay. one more game. I but already know how that's going to go. That's why I said that. Last night. Yeah, 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 exactly. Last night was insane because we entered the eighth inning down. 11 to 2. I right. think it was nine. no nine to Eleven, do nine, oh, nine to, to two, two and came back scored nine runs so that was obviously crazy and now we're just looking at them tied at the top of the pack still with Stanford um yeah so it's really cool to see the success success there ASU baseball is getting base. it done getting it done they're gonna keep doing it yeah I think if they go to Omaha we should all go as a team I yeah think wait that was a fan question for That'd you be pretty Penny. Fun. If you right. little student section, football team student section, that'd, that'd be, be pretty, tough. That'd be pretty cool. I, I'd be talking crazy. And that picture gonna hear me. Willie Bluequist, <laughs> another ASU alum. Do you notice anything special about the coaches that are ASU alums? Is there any connection there? I think it's just the the want is different, and that's not against people that aren't because there's people who move here and they they become a Sun Devil because right. they're here. Like Coach Hurley's been here so long now, like it's indebted in them. But when you have a deeper passion for you want to build here, you build it different. Right. So normally when you take a job, it's okay. How can I flip this thing and do whatever's necessary to win? Because if I win, I'm not going to be here in two years. So you don't care what corners you cut because you're never going to have to live in the house that you didn't fill out the build, the baseboards or that you didn't do build it right. When you want to be somewhere, you you do the little things right that you know are necessary to live here for the rest of your life. So I think the people who know from the get-go that they get here, that they want to be here, are going to spend and do the extra things necessary to build it right. And that doesn't mean build it fast. It means build it right. Now, mm -hmm. luckily for us, you know, we've been able – to acquire some pretty good players to combine with our players. I mean, it can be both here. Yeah, so. absolutely. So is that is it in terms of talking like Coach Bloomquist and the amount of people you've seen it as you come through here, whether it's a coach, whether it's a player, you know, anyone on staffing, think of what do you have at ASU Mount Rushmore? Do you have four people that have shaped ASU into what it is, you know, obviously been a big influence? Do you have four of them? Uh, I mean, Kush is definitely one for the football program that you look at. Uh Barry Bonds is one. I mean, even though I cut him earlier, no. uh, he, 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 he's definitely one that when when I grew up and when I watched, you know, ASU, I mean, he was out there left and right. Jake Plummer is definitely a guy just because, uh, you know, his era of the football team obviously s speaks for itself. And, you know, I went to school when James Harden was here. So James Harden is oh, definitely on it goodness. only because, like, he That's brought – ASU to this level of basketball at that time that really was, you know, unprecedented. Yeah. And it was That's a dang good four. If you've man, I would that honestly that where I went. I probably wouldn't put Frank Cush in there just because I don't know much about him, but that's a it's a list. As a list. As a list. But um so in terms of, you know, obviously like you said, we have the spring game coming up and then after that, you know, we get into summer workouts, fall camp, and then first, you know, first game. Do you have an atmosphere that, you know, you've ever been in, in terms of like your coaching career, everything that like you can kind of picture and imagine that you wanted to be similar to. Or like a sport at ASU that you've gone that to, because I know you've been. Yeah. yeah, I want it to be like the ASU Notre Dame game back in 2013. I believe that's correct. 
uh, if that's maybe 12, uh, that game, Notre Dame came here, ranked really high crowds going crazy. Uh, and this has happened. Like we've, we've sold out games and it's been crazy home field advantage here. Not too long ago. That's the game I envisioned that like, man, I want that environment and I want it to be a two o'clock kickoff. Like, and it's hot and the yeah. other team is burning and our fans are sweating. Like, why am I out here? But it's Arizona. It's going to be right. hot. Yeah. And it's loud and hot. And yeah. that's the environment. When I think of ASU and, and that environment, it's like, man, so that's the competitive advantage for a home game. A noon kickoff in September yeah. with a sold out <laughs> crowd. Yeah. That's that's the, an environment that's like ASU. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I now, in terms of, so obviously we have eight home games this year, which is going to be crazy. It's going to be so fun. We have four. We only have four road games, but is there one that you have in mind that like in terms of just the venue, like you're really excited for? I've been to most of the venues, uh, so not one in particular, to be honest, for the away game. I'm not one for that type of stuff. Like I meet. I go to a stadium. It doesn't really do anything to me. Yeah. I meet a famous person. It doesn't, it's never really like done anything to me. I've never really like gotten autographs. I've never really collected things. Like none of that has ever really got to me in any way, shape or form. Like I've never been worried about that stuff. That's just how I've, I don't know. It's how I've always been like all my friends would go run up and get autographs at baseball games. And I'd be like sitting in the chair, like (laughs) you're getting to do the signature. (laughs) (laughs) What is that going to do for you? (laughs) And that's not saying that's bad. It's just how my, I've always operated. I've never needed gratification to, you know, things to feel good. I'm not one that needs things in order to feel like I've done something or accomplished something. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. I was, I feel like when I was a little kid, like going to get autographs with my, like, I feel that like I was like in a once in a lifetime opportunity almost. No doubt. No. It's it's not that it's wrong. It's just I'm weird. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> it's just Pulled weird. Most that. people, I mean, <laughs> most people want to meet these people that they look up to and watch and whatever. I've just, right. my brand, I don't know. I'm just yeah. a weird. Yeah. Well, sorry. Before we start to wrap up, uh, if you have any questions, please uh, drop them in the comments. I have a couple of my phone people that asked me too, so I'm gonna be going through those really quick. But any questions y'all have, you know, go ahead and throw them in while we can before we wrap up. But I uh, have a question: What's your favorite ASU football uniform combo? Oh, the uniform combo. I I love all the all golds. Okay. I know that's I I, Wait, like, I think which the, all gold the one with the like one the flag from two years ago. Okay. Really? Oh yes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah. Uh, but once again, like, I have no swag or drip or like I, my <laughs> wife dresses me. And honestly, me. I wouldn't agree with that because like sometimes he comes out practice. I'm Wait, like, all right. But you do love that yellow sweatshirt with the white. That's like your go-to. I feel that, like that is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yellow, gold again. I mean, it's. I, I just know if, if there's one color and then there's the same. You don't wear the same color twice so like okay one color different color than the same color again like that's my system okay right you know it's pretty clean pretty safe so i got it down but my wife dresses me she gets me all that stuff okay i won't really have much say in the uniforms that'll be left up to people that you know have some you know color coordination Mm. right one of the questions someone asked was is it for you is it one of those things where you should teach young guys that come into the program that how important it is to beat U of A or is it just something that you learn as you come to school? I think some, I think it should be just naturally happen through the seniors, juniors. I don't think you need to really educate them. I think it just, you can educate someone all you want about a rivalry until you're in the game. You won't really feel it. Yeah. So I think it's impossible to educate on freshmen on how important the game is. I think they're going to feel it. 
right. when they step on the field and the energy is there and the seniors and the juniors and the fans, it's just going to be a felt, whoa, this is different. Mm-hmm. And then from ever, for there on ever, they're going to realize how big the rivalry is. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if it needs to be taught. I think it's going to be felt before kickoff. Right. right. Do you have a favorite ASU versus U of A moment? Personally? Uh, personally, I mean, I liked when y'all scored 72. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was, any ASU fan, like, I, I feel mean, like that's just something that will forever be remembered. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember it, and I was like, I was staying up late, and I'm like, there again. Again? 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 <laughs> Except funny. that shot that this season, the 60-footer, was insane. Like, yeah. that's something, I know that's basketball, but that's something that I think rivals. Oh, that would be something, too. That's always. To yeah, you're right. That actually could be. That's that the was, only moment where I was like, whoa, this could rival that. that you're right. That that can I change my answer? Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I changed my answer. To that? Uh, yeah, right. to okay. the to the there shot. Okay. Geo Sanders asked if you could be him one on one. I don't know what context one-on-one of one on one, one yeah. but he said one on one. Anything that takes unathleticism. <laughs> that's valid. You pick <laughs> yeah. the activity that takes unathleticism. I got you. All right. Sounds good. Uh what's up, fellas? Hey Jalen, when are you gonna have a lodge badger on? I feel like that's gonna be one's coming up very soon. I've been talking to him a little bit. You know, we'll see. Obviously, Badger's a very busy man. Big NIL deal guy. You know, yeah, he he's is. Hard, to get, hard to get a hold of. Hard to get a hold of. So We might have to pay him to I get know. him on I'm here. Have to, I'm going to have to pay slip him 20. X was just in here. I mean. Xavier Guillory, yeah. X, X is my dude. He, he he actually asked me, too, and he was going to come on here. And I told him I got to wait till I get some very juicy questions for him to come on here because <laughs> I want some uh, home roll. But uh, what, uh, what's Coach's best ASU football memory of an actual game? I guess you kind of already said that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean that that would be that would be it. Okay, what was going through your head or the feeling of flying over campus slash Tempe a private jet night knowing the next day you're gonna be named head coach? <laughs> Surreal. Like that was like it wasn't real. Like right. it, that, it that's what it was. It wasn't real yet. Like I said, it wasn't real until I sat down at my press conference and they made me speak. Like it it wasn't real yet. It was all still this dream that I've been dreamt of, you know, since I started coaching. So it, it just still wasn't real. So there really was just, oh my God, I'm so glad to be back. But it wasn't real. Kenny, did they like call you and they're like, how does that work when they reach out to you initially? And like, what was your wife saying too? Cause she's a ASU alum. Yeah, she was excited. I mean, just because she's an alum, we've got a one-year-old, a seven-month-year-old at the time and to move him him back with the grandparents because so our grandparents cool. still live here. Like, I'm still living with the in-laws. Like, we're trying to buy a, ho- a home. So if you know any homes in Arcadia, Stop, please let me know. So, <laughs> uh, so we're awesome. still with the in-laws. And that's why the guys haven't come to my house yet because I don't have a house. If they want to come to the in-laws, they can, that's uh, awesome. which would be kind of weird. But uh, <laughs> so that's really, you know, it's just great to be back. And she's, I mean, she's fired up. I mean, she took all her dance clothes and they're like back activated all of yeah. our issue gear <laughs> we it. had a blanket from all of her stuff that she kind of built together and like that's back out it's just awesome to be back that's super that's cool. So cool uh planning on flying in for a game this season what do y'all think the best game every single one of them literally doesn't matter to be honest come to every one of them uh if you don't have a ticket i'll you know i'll slide you on your way or I'll, try to, I'll try to do the best I can that. to do that. Yeah. That was kind of a bold commitment. statement. I'm going to do the best I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do, do the best I can. If my family's not coming, it's yours, bro. I got you. 5,000 more ticket requests. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, right. Coach, did you go to the Nebraska game in 1996? I did. Very cool. Very I did. I'm about to say, I don't know Sat very much about that. on the 40-yard line right under, before they did the reconstruction, the, the suite level, so you're barely in the shade if it hits like 4 o'clock. Arizona State won that game? 
No comment. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that gives us our answer. But, <laughs> but hey, if that is all our questions, you know, that's all I got for me. Thanks to you and Coach Dillingham for coming on. I appreciate, appreciate you. it. Yeah, that was yep. awesome. We got we to gotta get home and get ready for practice in the morning. So, you know, he's a busy guy. I'm a busy guy because he makes me a busy guy. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you want to go follow him on the gram or Twitter, I'm pretty sure it's just Kenny Big, Dillingham. Hey. Right? Pretty sure. Big Game Boomer is pushing you up in the ranks right now. Like, hey. best head coach to follow on Twitter. So. Well, we don't listen to them. That, yeah, true. We don't listen to but Boomer. hey, I do like the love he's showing Kenny. That's yeah. good. Big yeah. Game Boomer has some hot takes. I'll tell you what. I remember yeah, seeing it on the Twitter. His really takes are takes. worse than yours. And that's like. Not big Game Boomer doesn't put oh, on the top. Actually, I want to say one more thing. Well, I, this, is one, this is my last question for you. What do you think about <laughs> checking some of the players' TikToks? What were your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I mean. Wait. I mean, it just shows you like. Have you seen Jalen's? I have. Okay. Because <laughs> his gotta be there, like mine's one of those. Not that bad, be no, honest. I mean, really, it's not horrible. There's okay. worse. I mean, not it's, the best he's seen. Though. It's just like you want people to see this. <laughs> <laughs> like normally, these would be videos that like. Oh, like take that down. Like, how did you get that video? You filmed me doing that? Or how did you not get made fun of? <laughs> Correct. And now it's like, wait, wait, you did it on purpose. Like that was designed. <laughs> I feel like I don't have that many of those. There were some guys what, on wait, the team I that I saw what, your face. What's the worst one you've seen? Room. The well, dancing? There was a dancing one. It's gotta be Andre's. Oh, I, I don't know, but there's there's a bunch that you just say like Man, did you lose a bet? Or like, what's did going you get, on here? How much was the NIL deal? Like, that's the type of, you're like, what was this? I'll say my worst one. It's, I love y'all guys. Y'all are my homies. But when Javen Jacobs, Sean Charles, and Andre Johnson did the light skin lit bite catching the football off the jugs, that was horrible. That I've one never was really seen bad. That one. I'll find it. Hold on. I'll find it. It was really bad. That one, like, that one made, I'm not going to say it made us look bad, but that one was, it, I'm not that did not compare to any of mine. Lindsay's always trying to find my TikTok. I'm like, it's not that bad. I can't even read, but is that a hundred yard hundred yard landlord is in the chat? Yep, that's hilarious. You do have swag. All the exclusive ASU gear. Who are you talking about? Talking about Coach Dillingham? I'm about to say I don't have anything ASU one right now. So Coach has some nice. What are those? He's got the Adidas uh, on. I, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. See. Yeah. He gets all the gear, obviously, being his a head coach. His wife definitely picked those up. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. again, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, his Instagram and Twitter, it, pretty sure it's just his name, Kenny Dillingham. Lindsay, obviously, the famous Lindsay Zinti. Zinti? I, I love right when you – Lindsay Zinti, yeah. You you were close. You get closer He's every episode. He's going to get it right one so. of these shows. Yeah, one of these shows he'll know. Ziti, the food. Is that a food? Baked Ziti, right? I like yeah, that. that's what I think of. I don't hate it. Interesting. Dilly, you need a realtor. I have a realtor. <laughs> he just doesn't have a house. Yet. Don't have a house. But uh, yeah, and then mine uh, at the real Jay Conyers on dang near anything. Because so, there's uh, a fake one, so he had not to a do fake the one. real. I just, I'm gonna change my thing. Just so y'all know, I'm gonna change it to corn. I'm gonna hit up Instagram. I'm gonna get it to C O R N, just corn. So that's why everyone calls me by anyway. Right. You actually haven't called me that yet, but kind of surprised I've me. I've never heard somebody call you corn. Really? That's <laughs> actually so. that actually makes me super happy because like everyone. I didn't even know that was a nickname. Really? Look no. at his jersey. He's customized. Yeah, the back of his shirt says corn. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've never even heard that. Hey, honestly, that doesn't make me too mad. Self proclaimed nickname. No. You know what? We're going to get guys on here and they'll <laughs> tell you why. I already told you the story. I don't even have to repeat it. But again, thank y'all for tuning in, you know, and uh, we'll see y'all next Wednesday. Yeah.